I'm Nelly Sapon, and this is Two Southern Corners. In every episode, you listen to short stories written by my friend, Eleni Noah, and I. Each story is spiced with flavor from our Latina and African roots. You can also read them on twosoutherncorners.com. That is, twosoutherncorners.com. Listen now to one of our short, long-lasting stories. A Letter from an African to the African-American Written by Nelly Sapple I wept as you spoke. I wept as those words proceeded out of your mouth. You are right, and I understand your sentiment. I never saw you growing up, but your presence always lingered. Mummy was happy. Her joy, however, was gone. Whenever she was silent, I knew she was thinking of you. Sometimes at night, I'd hear her weeping as she prayed for you. She prayed for you to be protected. She prayed that they would treat you right. She prayed you were loved. She prayed to take all your tears so you would not feel the pain. Without expressly saying it, our parents compare me to you. They wonder what could have been if you were still here. After every achievement of yours, they wonder if it would have been better if you were here. So even though I have never seen you, I know you. Even though I was not there when it happened, I still bear the brunt of it. I've been laughed at and teased by your new family. They say, oh look at those poor people. From grace to grass, they definitely live in a shithole. They look at our family, your family, and say, this phoenix will never rise out of the ashes. Let us give them breadcrumbs. That way, they'll forever be dependent on us. Do you know what hurts me the most? They are the same people who abducted you. They took you away. Am I playing the blame game? No, I am just stating facts. Yes, mom and dad should have done better. They should have protected you with their lives because you are a treasure. They should not have entertained your new family. Granted, they came in sheep's clothing, but that's no excuse. We should have sniffed the smell of wolves. I hate that we still take their breadcrumbs. We are the only family that can stand on its own without help from others. And I know that sounds obnoxious, but it is the truth. The other side of that truth, however, is that even though we have all the resources, we are still dependent on them. The neighborhood has given us a nickname. They call us the third world. We cannot get our shit together. We cannot seem to rebuild what we had. You have left an indelible scar impossible to erase. Our parents and the rest of our extended family have been trying to come to visit your family through means unfitting for humans. It is ludicrous that it is oftentimes through the same means that they took you away from us. This time, however, they are taking the same route voluntarily. You ask why. 
We ask why. They ask why. We all don't seem to know the answer, but know for sure that there is more to it than meets the eye. Isn't it interesting that even though we have the same biological parents, I do not know what to call you. You look just like me. That melanin cannot be mistaken for anything else. Our features are so similar. I feel it when you smile. Your winds are my winds. At least, that's how it feels. Even the way you dance reveals your ancestry. You dance to the rhythm of the beat. Only we can do that effortlessly. We are connected. Even if you refuse to admit it, there's something about me that draws you to me and vice versa. I do not need a 23andMe kit to know we have the same roots. But I'm lost as to what to call you. Sibling? Friend? Or stranger? I've not recovered from it. And neither have you. I'm engulfed by brokenness. Something is missing. Something I lost. Something I never knew I needed until it was taken from me. Stolen from me. I think about you, you know. I wonder why it happened. How could we allow this to happen? What was my quota? Did I do this to you? Did I allow this to be done to you? My own brother? My own sister? My own family? What could I have done differently? Could we have changed the narrative? Let me be honest with you. Sometimes I get mad at you for allowing yourself to be taken. I get mad at our parents because they did not fight harder. Why didn't they devise a plan and follow you? Why had they, whether, whether subtly or in a grandiose manner, contributed to giving you away? But above all that, I get mad at myself the most. Why was I not taken? I have asked myself this question more times than I'm willing to admit. I know it is a silly question. You're probably wondering how dare you ask that. Do you know what we had to go through? Do you know what we saw? Do you know the PTSD that runs through our veins? Do you know the tears we have shed? The lynching, the disgrace, the shame, the assault. Do you know what it means to be descendants of enslaved men and women? Do you know what it means to be arranged like sardines under a ship with no breathing space? Do you know what it feels like? To be placed in dungeons where you poop, pee, and have your period all in the same room. Do you know what it feels like not to see the light of day? Do you know? Do you know what it feels like to be pitched against each other? Do you have any idea what it means to be disgusted by the color of your skin because of what it connotes to others? Do you know what it means for your future to be cut out for you from day one because the system was not created with you in mind? Do you know what it means not to be represented for your lips, nose, hair and skin color to be a recipe for unwarranted jokes? I wish I could say I know how it all feels. But no. I cannot. I cannot imagine your predicaments because I have not been in your shoes. They took your name. They took your identity. They took your language. 
They took your belongingness. And I know I'll never understand what you went through. I cannot begin to fathom what you go through on a daily basis. I cannot put myself in your shoes. I can tell you, however, that being in my shoes is not a field trip either. This is no Wakanda. Something was taken from me too. My vibranium, a part of me. You. Losing you has caused a hole in the center of our hearts that nothing can seem to fill. No matter how hard we try, and trust me, we have. We cannot go back to what and who we used to be before your new family took you. We can go back and forth on who suffers the most and who has been through the most pain. But this is not the oppression Olympics. How will that help us to heal and connect again? We both know you need to find your roots and be firmly attached to the soil. And I need to find my branches in order to flourish. We cannot do one without the other. We need to be willing to make amends, to heal and to accept. I need you to know and understand that we are proud of you. You have been through a lot, but you keep pulling through. I know you want nothing to do with me. I heard you say the other day, do not call me African American. I am black American. I've got nothing to do with Africa. I've never been there. I've never eaten their meals. I do not know the culture. There's nothing that makes me half African. I wept as you spoke. I wept as those words proceeded out of your mouth. You are right and I understand you. There's nothing I can say that will appease you. But I am sorry. I truly am. I wish this had never happened. I wish we had remained as we were. Our own culture, our own names, our own traditions, our own way of life. I wish we were basking in our own perfect imperfections. But I also know it is what it is. How can we bridge the gap that has been created over a period of 400 years? I believe it starts when we both open our arms wide. Come back home and claim your birthright. You do not have to stay, but just come and connect to your roots. I know all your emotions will come running back to you. The sadness, the hate, the anguish, the anxiety. And when it does surface, feel it all. Do not try to stop it. Feel it all. Take it all in and release it. I'll be right here, standing by your side. You have shoulders to cry on now. Shoulders that look like yours. Shoulders that are willing to carry the weight. Willing to admit their wrongs. Willing to accept you. Just as you are. Everyone grieves differently. If you are ready to let it go, so am I. If you are not ready, that's okay. I'm still here, ready and willing to listen to you. 
my doors will always be wide open. You are and will always be one of us. Did you like what you just listened to? Then subscribe to our newsletter on 2southerncorners.com to be the first one to receive a new story every week. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We'd also love to hear from you. Send us a message on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there as nellysapong 37 and eleni.noah. And last but not least, please consider supporting us so we can continue delivering these short stories to you here and on our website. You can do this with a monthly or a one-time contribution at buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. That is buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. See you next time.